You're listening to Ed Curation, where teachers talk about their favorite uncurriculum products that produce fresh, lively, and authentic learning. I'm your host, Timree Tolney, and I look forward to learning alongside you about the tools that help create magic in K-12 classrooms. So this is Kelly Iarazafal, middle school counselor extraordinaire. I'm so excited to be talking to Kelly tonight because she is a school counselor at Willard Intermediate School in Santa Ana, California. And I originally met Kelly back in 1996 when she was a brand new school counselor and I was a brand new eighth grade teacher. And we worked there for a while. And although we both left and went in different professional directions since then, Kelly has returned to Willard to do some amazing work with students there. And we're here today to talk about that and to learn about the resources that she likes best in her work supporting students. So how are you doing tonight, Kelly? I'm doing great. It's so good to be with you, Timory. So tell us a little bit about Willard Intermediate School. Willard Intermediate School is in the heart of Santa Ana. Our school is probably one of the highest need school in not only Santa Ana, it is in Santa Ana, but not only in Santa Ana, but the county, and quite possibly one of the neediest schools in Southern California or the state. We have a high immigrant population. We're about 99% Latino or Hispanic, and the needs come from a high poverty level. But We also have a really vibrant culture and just being in Santa Ana and all the culture it brings to our site, it's actually a really stimulating, really exciting place to work as well. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. So you work as a counselor individually with students, but you also work with groups of students. Is that right? Yes, I do. So we work as counselors in three areas with students. We work with academics. We work with social-emotional issues, and also career development, college and career development. I see. And so talk to me about what you like about working with students at Willard and in these different areas. What I like about my particular job is the age group, first of all. The age group to me, I mean, they say middle school counselors are born not made. You have to really like that particular age, and which I do. I find you can have high amount of impact at this age level, and they're changing so rapidly. I mean, 11 years old is the most development that a person has in their entire life, the most amount of growth in their brains and their bodies. They, I find them very interesting. So that's one part. Also, in my job, I can do a lot of different things. I can do creative things, We use a lot of data now in our work. Our school district has really focused in on the ASCA, the Association of School Counselors model with standards, just like teachers have standards. We have standards too that we need to focus on. And I find that really interesting and to be able to set goals for the year and strive towards those goals and kind of measure what we're doing. We used to just do reactive kinds of things where we would put out fires and and handle emergencies, but now we're looking at our data and doing needs assessments and really coming from a perspective as who our students are that need the most help, what level of help do they need, and then are the interventions actually working that we're doing instead of just kind of 
doing interventions that we think what might work and not really knowing we're actually keeping data on the work that we do. That must be feel much more satisfying. Absolutely. So to get a little bit into the purpose of this podcast, I'm wanting to talk to you today about your favorite curriculum resource. I know that you're not a teacher in the classroom, but I do know that you work with groups of students in different ways. And so do you have a favorite product that has helped you be more effective with the students that you serve? Yes, I have two in particular that we use as counselors. Actually, three. One is for college and career development. The district has purchased a license to have us have access for all our students to have accounts with californiacolleges.edu. And we use their website. And within that website, there's a curriculum. There are lesson plans and assessments where we can go into the classroom and do planned out curriculums with our students about how to find out their interests, their values, their learning style. So we use that curriculum for college and career. For social emotional, we actually adopted two this year in our school. The first one is Second Step, which is a social emotional learning curriculum that our teachers do. But what we found is we do it once a week. And when the teachers use this curriculum, which is, you know, it teaches the students life skills, conflict resolution skills, they learn about themselves, and the teachers do one lesson a week with the students. And we also, so we're able to look at that data and use that when we need it, but it also brings up, the curriculum itself brings up issues for students that make the students more easier to identify when they're having problems in a particular area. So the teachers then report back to us, you know, I saw this student answered these questions, like they'll give us some of the responses of the students and we're able to determine some students that maybe are doing self-harm or, you know, suicidal or just having a particular conflict with another student or any, any social emotional issue. And then the third curriculum that I were a pilot school this year for a curriculum called Beat the Odds, which is a drumming curriculum. It was created by UCLA Arts and Healing. It's a nonprofit that developed a curriculum. So we did that with Every student in the school, in each grade level, they each received, every student received four sessions of the drumming curriculum. So we purchased the drums and we have about 40 drums and then we follow the curriculum. And who uses Beat the Odds with students? Are they receiving it in their one of their core classes or is this an extracurricular piece? It is through their PE classes. We actually took them during their PE classes and for four weeks, they received the curriculum. Interesting. So of these three, I'm sure you bring them all onto your campus for different reasons. Can you think of one story that you have about either something that you have seen as a success as a result of the implementation of this curriculum or a story about a particular student who's grown or a group of students that have grown through using one of these? My favorite right now is the drumming program. We did keep data that's actually being analyzed right now, so I don't have overall data to say that it was successful. But from the reaction of the students, so when I did this drumming curriculum, students would see me in a different way because we had kind of this experience together. And so students, when they left the classroom, would see me in the hallway and start to interact with me or ask me questions or ask when they were going to see me again. And these were students that I may not have known before 
also the students had an opportunity in the drumming to not just sit as bystanders, but to get up and lead. And so it was very interactive. And middle schoolers always need something to do, you know, to be active, especially some of my middle school boys. And so the drum gave them not only a physical outlet, but a creative outlet. And so I saw students that I didn't know had talent, you know, for doing something creative stand up. And either I noticed them because they were taking a leadership role, they were helping each other. Also, it in a drum circle, I was able to, and talking about the different themes that we had, we'd have different curriculum topics for each session, like about managing emotions or how to have empathy for one another. And so after the we'd finish a session, almost every time I would have a student come up to me and give me their story, like privately to say, mm-hmm. I really need to talk to you. So the drumming, which actually the creators did research on this on how it can help students that have trauma. It provides them some stress relief. So it almost created this safe place where they got stress relief and then allowed them to come and open up to me and share something they were going through or or just can it just provided a connection not only with them and myself, but also with each other. Wow. And is that is that the purpose of beat I mean beat the odds sounds like a pretty inspiring title. And then the drumming. Talk to me about the goal of this. And you said it's a four-week program? It was actually, you can do four weeks or eight weeks. We, just because we're a pilot, we decided to start with the four weeks. But when I do it again, I think I'll do the full eight-week program. We do this kind of to see how it works initially. Basically, it's a social-emotional curriculum to provide social-emotional learning through the framework of drumming. So it's a way to have kids learn about themselves, but use the drumming to kind of help them access those things about themselves. So anything from just a stress relief, but then that allowed them to feel more comfortable to open up and not only learn, like I said, learn about themselves, but learn about each other. So that's kind of the goal to for students to build a connection with each other also to provide stress relief for students who have experienced a high amount of trauma. I still use the drumming and parts of the curriculum on an individual. Sometimes I'll have one or two students that will be having similar issues and I'll bring them in and we'll sit down and we'll we'll drum just to provide some stress relief because our students have a high degree of stress in their daily life. So I'm not sure how that, I mean, I think it would be beneficial in any school, but I know for our school, it's, it's really vital that they have some way to to get their energy out, get their stress out, and then be able to, you know, learn about their, their emotions. Interesting. And, and you get the sense that the students like it or they report liking it. What do they say? Well, just in looking at some of the, they did a pre and post test when we did the curriculum. And just from, I have someone analyzing that data for us from UCLA Arts and Healing, and it hasn't come back yet. But when I looked over a lot of kids from just looking at it, I think the response is going to be very positive. A lot of them said that one, it was fun. They had a really good time doing it. And mostly that's what they commented on. That it was fun. But then when it, they were asked questions about, you know, how they feel or what they learned, they also had, you know, a very positive response about that or that they thought it helped them get through the day or they thought about it later. They thought about using it at another time, you know, to help them relieve stress. Our teachers are also 
even though the counselors implemented this, some of our teachers were trained as well. The whole staff was actually trained in not the whole curriculum, but in how to do a drum circle. So school-wide. And then our teachers, they're not using the full curriculum yet, but they are using the different techniques to get kids' attention. They use beats and rhythm. So it's actually transferred back into the classroom to, you can use beats and rhythm to learn math skills you know, to mm-hmm. incorporate it in a story. So it's really cross-curricular that they can incorporate sound and rhythm to either get kids focused or to use it to teach a particular concept. That's really neat. I bet that it really resonates with kids compared to just a dry approach about talking about things or learning basic. And it's probably really culturally appropriate too, I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah, the communication skills is so difficult at that age. You know, no one wants to sit around and talk about their feelings. So it's mm-hmm. the curriculum I really loved because it kind of snuck it in there without them really realizing we're here to talk about our feelings. It didn't have that kind of a feel at all. They thought they were there to make noise <laughs> and they were encouraged mm-hmm. to make noise. And then mm-hmm. they realized at the end, wow, that really felt good. It felt good. I know my classmates better. And that's some of the things I heard with the students too. Is they got to know things about other students they didn't know before. And that connection, Mm -hmm. that kind of builds when you have all that connection and it goes out into the hallways and into the classrooms. And I know more about you now. I'm less likely to bully you. I'm less likely to Mm -hmm. think negatively about you. So, you know, as we keep going with this, I hope to have a broader impact school-wide. What other educators do you think should check out Beat the Odds drumming curriculum from UCLA Arts and Healing? Do you think this is better for a particular population or age group? I mean, would you recommend it to anyone that teaches middle school in a, in a high-need environment? Or do you think this would be appropriate for all different socioeconomic groups? I think it's appropriate for all different socioeconomic groups for sure. I noticed my younger students, the sixth graders, they were easier to teach. They really liked the playfulness of it. The older students were, you know, they were a little more skeptical at first, although I do think that they really enjoyed it. But I think it could definitely be used anywhere at any socioeconomic level, but especially helpful for kids that have either been through trauma if you have a high degree of poverty, if, if you have a high degree of poverty in school, it's most likely there's kids that are, you know, with trauma. The other group that particularly responded to this were our severe to moderate special education students. I would mm-hmm. incorporate them with regular education students. It was a chance for them to be with their peers. Mm-hmm. And also I did a couple classes where I just worked with the moderate to severe special education students. It made them feel confident. I mean, it was amazing. So I would particularly recommend it for kids with special needs, developmentally disabled, or kids in high-risk areas. But that said, I also think that all people need to connect with each other and all people need to learn about each other. And it can be used anywhere at any grade level. Exciting. Is there Mm -hmm. anything you'd like to say to the designer or developer of Beat the Odds? Her name is Ping Ho, and she is the director. I'm actually presenting with her at a social-emotional learning conference in Chicago this October. And because I was just so fascinated and supportive of her curriculum and 
what I could say to her is thank you for thinking outside of the box and developing something that everybody could use and that is so impactful for for my students. So yes, she's an amazing person who is my mentor in learning about drumming and, and social emotional learning. That's really exciting. Tell me what's what's on deck for the future curriculum needs for you as a counselor at Willard Intermediate School or for the teachers that you work with. Is there any particular type of curriculum product that you know your school is out there looking for at this time? Yeah, I would say, you know, I'm a big believer in using arts to teach core content. There's more curriculum. I know there there's even through turnaround arts programs that help teachers and you don't have to be to not necessarily be artists, but use different artistic methodologies to teach their curriculum. So to teach, you know, to enhance their curriculum. So taking strategies that help make their curriculum more exciting and more relevant to our students. I remember when I was teaching in Denver Public Schools a little bit after I was teaching at Willard Intermediate. And I had the opportunity to attend. It was some sort of, you know, arts and incorporating arts into your teaching sort of professional development day. And they had us acting out history lessons, right? And doing kind of improv. And it helps you really remember, right? I mean, it it connects the content so much more. It makes it so much more meaningful and impactful. And I always remember that one PD day. I wish I had had more of it as a teacher. We have a group called CODA that comes in and does lessons across the content. And they do like books in history and social studies. They do whatever they're studying. They'll do a creative book where the kids make their own book to represent each of the different people in history that they're studying or whatever. And the kids are so engaged when they do some Mm -hmm. kind of art project like that. That's fantastic. Well, it sounds like you have good things going on there at Willard Intermediate. And it sounds like Beat the Odds drumming curriculum has really been impactful and that you're also getting a lot out of college and career development through the California Colleges IDU and second step in the classrooms for the SEL curriculum. So thanks for talking about those today. And I wish you and all the students at Willard Intermediate the best of luck. Thank you so much for (laughs) listening and asking the questions. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ed Curation. We hope you learned something today about the uncurriculum that produces fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Check out edcuration.com to find out more.